As a young child and a young adult in their early 20s, stewardship looked a certain way for me. There was only one way of being a good steward in stewardship, and that was to pledge money to the church. To give meant to give money to the church, and through the church, people were served. That's where it ended for me. I made stewardship transaction. I gave what I could back to God through the means of money. I'm not sure why I thought this way. Perhaps it's what I was taught in the church that I grew up in. I'm not really sure. But fast forward a few years, and I'm in my late 20s, early 30s, and Jerry and I are married and are in a new church with a new baby. We had been there about three, for about six months, and it was the start of stewardship season. There was a woman who was a friend of ours from our premarital counseling. She was well known in the church and was probably working on stewardship. Now she came up to me, and I believe a lot of the other congregation, but I only remember our encounter. She asked me what we were going to pledge for stewardship that year. So I replied that we would probably pledge the amount that we always pledge. And she stopped me and said, no, not just what are you going to pledge monetarily, but what are you going to pledge of your time, gifts, and ministries? So I said something like, well, we'll make our pledge, but I'm not sure about that other stuff. She noted that stewardship is more than your monetary pledge. All things come from God. Therefore, how will you give back to God? Today's gospel reading is a story of faith, discipleship, and what it means to be a follower of Christ. The reading opens up with Peter proclaiming Jesus to be the Messiah. Then the passage moves on to a proclamation from Jesus of what will happen to him in the future. He says that the Son of Man will undergo great suffering and be rejected by the elders, the chief priests, and the scribes, and be killed, and after three days rise again. Then Peter rebukes Jesus for saying this. When Peter hears this proclamation from Jesus, he's probably getting angry and is unprepared and scared. Therefore, he doesn't like what Jesus is saying to him. He was not prepared to hear what the Messiah has to go through, because that is not what he thought about what the Messiah was supposed to go through. It's a scary thing to understand something that turns out to be completely different from what you thought. I know we have all felt this way at times, the way Peter felt. We felt like rebuking Jesus for problems in the world and problems with ourselves. We ask, why is it that you can feed 5,000 but there's so much hunger in the world. We at times don't like what Jesus is pointing us to in our prayers. We have felt unprepared at what Jesus is asking us to do. Now this is how I felt when I asked about my pledge being more than monetary gifts. I felt unprepared to discuss my time and spiritual gifts as a form of stewardship. I felt that Jesus was telling me something that was not true because I had other notions of what stewardship and discipleship looked like. I wanted to do stewardship on my own terms. That means that I didn't want to listen. That doesn't mean that I didn't want to listen to Jesus. 
It means I did not like what Jesus was telling me. Jesus, like Peter, did not like what Jesus, just like Peter did not like what Jesus was telling him about who the Messiah is. I'm sure when Jesus called Peter, Peter did not have in his mind that he was signing up for suffering, death, and rejection. Life is full of things that we do not sign up for. Life takes us places that we never thought we would go and things we never thought we would do. Peter, I think, is at that point when he rebukes Jesus. He's at a point where he believes he signed up to follow Jesus in a certain way. And Jesus says, no, you don't get it. The Messiah has to come to suffer, be rejected, and die. Peter is struggling with his discipleship and his faith and what it means to be a follower of Christ. Like I was struggling with what was presented to me as stewardship. Stewardship looked a certain way to me and ministry looked a certain way to me. I was struggling with the fact that someone flipped that notion upside down. They said that stewardship is discipleship and is lifelong. Stewardship is giving of your monetary gifts and also of your time and spiritual gifts. Stewardship and discipleship are following Christ and is taking the gifts that you have received from God and giving back to God through the body of Christ, which we are all members of. Stewardship is not just one gift, but all gifts because everything comes from God. And stewardship is a time to rejoice in those gifts and commit them to lifting up of the church and God's people. Now before my conversation with a friend of mine that day, I was only following myself. I was not following what Jesus was calling me to. Just like Peter only believed who he thought Jesus was, not who Jesus believed himself to be. Jesus rebukes Peter for not having faith and not understanding. But then Jesus is compassionate and explains discipleship further to, Je- to Peter and all of his disciples and all of us. Discipleship is not choosing ourselves and what we think we should be doing. Discipleship is self-denial. It is taking up your cross and following Christ. We have a choice. We can choose Jesus or we can choose ourselves. Now during that conversation on stewardship, I chose myself and what I thought stewardship and discipleship should look like. After that time in conversation and relationship with another member of the body of Christ, I realized that discipleship and stewardship are not listening to what you may think is best, but asking yourself, what is Jesus asking of you? I was only listening to myself, and I wasn't listening to Jesus' call to me. I was only thinking about, as Jesus puts it, human things, not divine things. I was looking at my human wants, what would be best for me, not what Jesus wanted for me to do for others. Once I got there and had that conversation with that, turned everything upside down, I began to listen. I began to choose Jesus rather than myself, putting my notions of what stewardship looked like away. I found myself ministering in a way that Jesus was calling me to. Now we've pledged our monetary amount 
as we always did. But we began to look at where our gifts and times could be pledged. We both began to work with Engaged Encounter, which is a ministry in the Catholic Church that takes couples on retreat for three days to do premarital counseling. When we became Episcopalian, our pledge got wider. We taught Sunday school in some form, was a lem, a lector, an acolyte, was on the altar guild and helped out in the food pantry. Now Jesus in the gospel asks, if any of us wants to become followers, let them deny themselves and take up their cross and follow me. These words and actions Jesus asks us to do are hard. They are not what we want to hear. We want to hear that Jesus is easy, his message is straightforward, being a disciple is easy. But they're not. We are asked to deny ourselves. We are told that being a disciple of Jesus is not always the security we want it to be. Being a disciple is giving up all control. If we follow Christ, we are saying that we recognize that we are no longer in control. Our life belongs to God and always has. It is even more than that. It is choosing Jesus. From the time I was young to that conversation I had about stewardship, I was denying Jesus and choosing myself. I only saw what I thought was discipleship and stewardship. Instead of letting go and leaving it to God, and it was not till that conversation that I realized this. And doing so allowed me to choose Jesus over myself. So as you move through the rest of the day and the rest of the week and the rest of stewardship season, I want you to examine what is happening in your life. What is Jesus showing up and reconnecting? Where is Jesus calling you to recommit or commit? And where are the rejoices? Choose to open to Jesus and where you are called to be a disciple. It may not be where you ever imagined it to be. Amen.